Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, we talk to the new kids on the block at the Newark Amateur Boxing Club. And Graham tells us all about a massive turnout for the Striders at the summer solstice. This is Radio Newark Sport, and these are the headlines. Amy Hunt makes it four straight national titles as she wins the 100 metres in 11.79 to take gold at the English Junior Championships. The victory gains their automatic selection to the European Championships next month in Sweden. And before that, she's putting the GB vest on this weekend at Mannheim Gala in Germany. Last Saturday saw Baby Gallop's 8th Park Run and Becky's husband Sam's first mother is now 36 weeks pregnant no guesses for who won <coughs> becky left sam at the start the twins made it back safe and sound from chelmsford having come sixth and seventh in the senior girls race for lincolnshire they also got through to the combined events final in exeter in september a bit more practicing and they've got to find out where Exeter is. They're going to tell us about an event for weekend round about 7.20. Saturday also saw the GB Cup at Nottingham University. It's a national competition run by British fencing for intermediate level fencers with qualification for it being in the regional level. East Midlands had three fencers in the men's foil, one of whom, Fernwood's Roderick Howlett. And he'll be finished, he'll be pleased, not finished, he'll be pleased with an overall... 12th place finish and was very pleased to receive an email from the 4As 6 paddlers travelled to the Welsh borders to complete in the Shropshire Marathon at the weekend Jacob Aig and Zach Marshall came first in Division 7 while Beth Fisher and Jacob Mansfield won Division 8 just behind just behind them Danny Warwick and the one and only Julie Gray Fantastic achievement from all of them in deepest Shropshire. Amy Hunt. Is there anything left to say, actually? She is just gobsmacking. She's absolutely unbelievable. What an athlete. You, you know, we keep saying that, you know, one day we're going to have somebody in the Olympics from Newark. Mm. I've cool. got a pound which says I know who. Yes, I think, <laughs> I think for once, so your pound is, 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 yeah. is, I mean, is fairly safe. So she's, she's off to Sweden. She's off to Germany at the weekend. Then she's off to, um, to Sweden in, mm. later in July. It, 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 it's all falling into place for her. Yeah, but I mean, also, um, she is out, an outstandingly nice person as well, isn't she? Yes. You know, I mean, that, that, absolutely superb. She, 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 she comes in here and she's got no airs or graces whatsoever. She's just uh, happy to be here. And, you know, that is so refreshing when you get somebody of that standard. 
But don't you think that the the the, the highest the, the the higher the level of sports person you actually meet, the easier they are because you know it's it's when somebody signs for Mansfield Town Reserves and they get the name on the side of a car for the first time they they stop talking to the local press because because they're above that. But when somebody is the very top elite athlete, they've got time for everybody because they don't need anybody to tell them how good they are. They know because they're that good. Which is more than you can be said for the England cricket team. <laughs> As apparently, we're, we're red-hot favourites to win this competition. And according to the Irish-English captain, um, in an interview tonight, that he's not too bothered about being beaten by Australia today. Well, one, you should be, because you've just been beaten by the arch-enemy in the home of cricket. And I know you're Irish, pal, but, you know, at least we have feelings. And then he goes on to say, there's no problem, we've just got to win the last two matches, who happen to be against India and New Zealand. Yeah, well, New Zealand aren't very good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, in, in India are pretty good, <clears throat> and I think probably um, India... Should... If India beat us on Sunday at Edgbaston, which, let's, let's be honest, there's going to be about four Englishmen in the ground, and that, and that doesn't include the captain. I, I think the final will probably be between India and Australia. I don't think England's going to make the the semi final. No, they're not going to make the last four, and that's scandalous. It is, it is, it is, it is. If you can't do well on your, if these aren't English conditions, what is? It it now looks unlikely, but I did hear the interview with um, with Owen Morgan after the game, and he did appear very blasé about the fact that uh, England had just played atrociously against the Sandpaper Boys. Yeah, and you know, and I'm going to go back, and I'm going to be my horse again. Alex Sales, a proven one-day opener. Yes, he did something wrong, we all know that, and Notts punished him. That should be the end of it. Yeah, the problem was that the England camp decided that after uh, Alex Sales and Ben Stokes disgraced themselves in Bristol, that they needed to stamp down on uh, discipline. And, and I, I backed the England camp in the way they've approached it. And unfortunately... Yet Ben Stokes is still playing for them. Yeah, I mean, the difficult thing from our point of view is Alex Hales is a, is, a, is, a, is a Knotts player. So, I mean, that increases your sympathies. But, you know, but when it comes to sort of a World Cup, you need certain standards. And Alex Hales didn't match them. Ben Stokes is still playing and he's probably the best player for England at the minute. And Alex Hales is a recognised one-day opening batsman. And a lad who hasn't grown up and he's now paying for it. Maybe not, but um, I would think if you look into the history of some of the others in that team, Mr Ailes is not going to be the only one that's had a misdemeanour in his mm. life. And I'm not saying what he's done was right, I'm saying what he's done was wrong, mm. but he's had his punishment. But you're also wrong at the top of the show as well, because Becky didn't finish first, did she, technically? The baby did. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it like that, Sam didn't. <laughs> I'm sure I'll live that down in 20 years. It's going to take some living down. It really is. Right. Well, um, a very short space of time, he's going to have two of them reminding him, isn't he? <laughs> Chloe Davis, <laughs> Lauren Workman, Alfie Briggs-Price and Sam Hardy are the new generation that's coming out of Neil Camerty Boxing Club or Suggies Gym, whatever you like to call it. But these four are the four that are mm. making the name and uh, Dean is broadcasting to everybody that uh, 
Mm. See, it's not just a Sugden, and we've known that for a long time. It's not just a Sugden, <laughs> Dean. You don't have to justify that one, mate. And these four are really making a name for themselves in boxing. So I want to find out a little bit more about them tonight. One thing we want to find out why they're not kickboxing, why they are boxing. Tony's our um, boxing man because he understands it a lot more than I do, like I understand football and cricket more than he does. <laughs> That's not strictly true, though, is it? I mean, you're dead right, I am a boxing expert, but you don't know about football, you support Forrest. Okay, moving on. <coughs> right, let's, um, let's, um, because we are gentlemen here, we're going to talk to the ladies first. Um, we're going to start with Lauren. Lauren, um, your first time at Sport HQ, so welcome to our little rabbit hutch. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long have you been boxing? about seven months seven let's go back to the beginning i mean this is going to be a question we're going to go all around on this one because i'm absolutely intrigued why particularly two young girls want to get into a boxing ring so why what what started this journey i just really enjoyed sports so i just thought like i'd just go to the gym try boxing and i just really enjoyed it and wanted to carry on i mean do you play any other sport? Football. Football, you see. Who do you support? Forest. Good girl. Yeah, you see, that's two. I'm, I'm not going to argue with her, she's a boxer. <laughs> exactly, you'd be in serious <laughs> trouble soon. But I still... Something must have made you want to go to Suggy's gym. Did you get invited or did, or, or was it your decision to go to, to go to Dean? I didn't really know about Suggy's gym until I started, so I just like I was talking to my dad, and he just said Suggy's gym would be the place to go. So I decided to go, and I really enjoyed it there. Okay, I'm gonna just push that around a bit, Tony, I want to, because I want to bring both of you into almost the same question. So we'll let both of you talk. But first of all, we'll say welcome to Radio Newark, Chloe. How are you? You're all right. You're good. Good. Now you're a young lady who I've known an awful long time, and you've you've changed in stature confidence everything over the last 12 months and i'm gonna say that's down to what's happening on yes. castlegate so but we'll get to we'll get to that why um i, I was in school um, at new academy i used to get bullied um mum took me to this little opening session of kickboxing and um ever since then i really enjoyed going through decided to go down to the gym started kickboxing and then gradually started to get better at that and then i saw an opportunity for boxing so i took that up and just stuck it so a year ago you was being bullied yeah at yeah. school lauren are you, are, are you in the same was you in the same sort of boat as chloe or not really not no. not not really okay so what's this year done for you at school um, it's boosted my confidence up and like, I, I've not had any problems like that since I've been going. Like, people. I think the skirt's stiff of you now. <laughs> but yeah, you've got yourself yeah. a good group of friends as, yeah, yeah. Them as well, and, 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 and that's, that's the main thing. Now, for you, or for both of you, really, I saw both of you's first ever fight, which was at Farndon. And for, it didn't go as you'd both hoped, did it? Let's, no, no. Let, let's be right about it, because at the end of it, both of you look like... I'm not sure I want to do this again. And I, I actually went home and rem I remember telling the wife that 
I've seen two young girls in a boxing ring tonight and I don't think I'll see them again. So, Lauren, go back to that first ever fight. What did you think when you come out of it? I was like, I was disappointed that I, like, didn't go the way I wanted it to, but I didn't decide to quit because you always make mistakes and you've got to learn from them. Good, excellent. And, Chloe, you was the same. It, you... you, you it didn't go as well as you wanted it to. No. You looked upset. Yeah. And I, I think I said to your dad, you know, if she doesn't want to do it, draw the line. And they agreed. But what made you want to go back? I was going to go back in that ring and prove everyone wrong. Everyone who didn't think I could succeed in boxing. I, I just wanted to show everyone I was, I was told that I can box and that I'm no different to anyone else. Now, the second Fondon boxing night i took tony along and tony has been watching boxing from shall we say an awful long time but boxing he, he likes his boxing and he's been watching boxing a long time and he sat and watched this skills competition that you was in yeah, so it's the first time <clears throat> i've seen skills boxing i mean I've, I've seen people knock seven bells out of each other on a regular basis but i'd never actually seen skills and i thought it was a it, it was it's quite intriguing because I, th I, th I thought initially it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen, and that was because of the referee. Because there was two little, I think one lad was from Grimsby or somewhere, and he was he was he was really punching hard. He was he was letting the punches go as opposed to doing the skills bit. And this referee was a bit officious, jumped in and said, "Right." Any more of that, and I'm going to send you home. I've never heard that in a boxing ring, so I was, I was sat next to Mick laughing my head off. But then you came in and started with the skills, and I thought, hang on. And, and if you had actually gone through with the punches, I thought, that is skills. You know, it is, it's, it's, that, that is living up to the name of the actual exhibition stuff. You know, I mean, it was a real skill and talent that you got there, and it was just, as I said to Mick, as I've said countless times before on this show, when you sat outside the ring, it looks massive, doesn't it? It looks really, really big. And then I went to one of Suggy's do's at the Dome, at the, the, the Callum Hall, and I was only presenting the trophy, and you get inside that ring and suddenly it goes, woof, and you go, whoa, bloody hell, it's not, it, well, heck, I mean, it's, it's not very big in here. And then, you know, like sort of, and then there might be some other bloke at the other side of it is, is, is trying to actually punch you. And all I was doing was presenting trophies, but I was glad when I got out of there because it was suddenly really, really intimidating. So from outside, it looks massive, but once you get in it, I've got nothing but respect for people who do get in it and actually sort of come out of it in any sort of shape, but especially winning. So, ladies, what is it like in the ring? Because he says it's not very big, but it looks quite big to me, but there is no hiding place, is there? No. And, and and that and and you can't hide at all, can you? No. So, what's next in line for Lauren then? Where where where, where do you go now? You've got the boxing bug. You, you've got the Suggies gym bug. How, how many times a week are you down there? About four times. <laughs> it's amazing. Everybody who gets involved in this little building on Castlegate, it becomes the second home. Why, Chloe? Why, why do you get drawn back all the time, so many times a week? I just love going there. You learn new stuff every time you go. It's not as if you go down and you learn the same things. And if you do, you just become better at them. But 
everyone's nice down there, like friendly. No one's like horrible or thinks that they're better than anyone else. We all just like help each other along and try and improve each other. Who, who's your boxing coaches then, Lauren? Who, who who really sort of looks after you and pushes you along? Is that is that Bailey or Chad or who is it? Mostly Dean, because he always teaches us new stuff that we. Well, mostly stuff that we've learnt before, but he makes he helps us improve every time, and he doesn't like let us lack in our effort. He makes us work hard every single time. Is he a hard teacher, Chloe? Yeah, well, I like that about him. Cause <laughs> he, he, don't, he don't let anything like he don't let anything slide or anything rubbish happen. Because if you do something wrong and one one thing wrong, you'll pick up on it and you'll you'll get told and you just learn from it. Could you believe that? Inside one year, you've got an England shirt. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where is the England shirt? Uh, it's at home. Pride of place? Yeah. It yeah. needs to be. But how how proud was you to go to school on the following Monday and say, you know, did you tell everybody? Yeah. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> shout, shout it from the rooftops. Yeah. Shout it from the rooftops. And you must have been so proud. Now, just... Chloe, we, we have a problem, don't we? Because yeah. Mum will not come and watch you. <laughs> yeah. Right, and we've got to get this sorted. Yeah. Lauren, your mum yeah. watches you. Yeah. Yeah, she comes and watches you. She's so proud. She sits there and cheers you on. Yeah. Right, Alison, if you're <laughs> listening to this, Mum, come on, I'll pick you up when we go to Fondon and you can come and watch her. I'll take you home straight after if you wish, but... <clears throat> Chloe, would you like your mum to watch you box? Yeah, so I'll, I'll love that. You'd love that. Alison, come on, <laughs> prove me right and prove your husband wrong. <laughs> I know you're listening. The next Farndon match, there's no way out of it now. Alison Davis, you are coming to watch Chloe. Chloe, is that right? Yeah. She's going to be there. Right. Right, we're going to talk at Newark Athletic Club and then it's the boys. We've just been talking to two young young girls that um, I think are so brave to get into a boxing ring and do, and do their sport. We're now going to talk to two more who have been past their driving test for probably about ten days and got up at half past four on Saturday morning, just the two of them, to drive to Chelmsford for an athletic event. That, ladies, is so brave and so fantastic. What sort of day did you have? Um, thank you. Um, we had a really good weekend, actually. Um, in Chelmsford, the weather was lovely, so it was really sunny. Um, and we ended up coming sixth and seventh. So we're at the minute, we're reserved for the English schools combined events in September. But because we're senior girls, most like counties don't have full teams. So we should get, hopefully, we should get through on that because they do a few wild cards. So hopefully we get through to the um, finals in September. Okay, I mean, let's just take it back a little bit. Um, how was Mum and Dad when you two announced that you was getting in that car and going off to Chelmsford on your own? Well, I don't think they were really... They didn't really mind that much because we didn't... Cause Dad said that he would... Because Amber was competing at Bedford on Sunday, so Dad said that he'd take us and then he'd come back and then come and get us again. But we're like, we were like, no, no, it's just a waste of petrol. So we're like, no, we'll drive. We'll be all right, and we made it, so it's all good. <laughs> I just, I just think it's fantastic. I, 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 I really do. And uh, 
I think it probably must have been the longest day that your that your mum's had for an awful long time. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I know. I'm, going, I'm going to Birmingham this weekend. So. <laughs> Even I wouldn't drive to Birmingham. Yeah, for a university open day, so... Oh, dear. Um, what else happened in the world of Newark Athletic Club? Um, so, first of all, we had the Long Bennington Summer 10K on Friday night. And we had Lee Braithwaite, Robin Clee, Ella Hancock and John Comby, who all took part. So a huge well done to them. And then we had a YDL, which was um, in Derby. And we had an amazing group of people that all took part. So we had Georgia Thomas, um, Beth Wynne-Jones, Connor Williams, Hayden Williams, Josh Clee, Elsa Broadberry, um, Zoe Smith. And then also a thank you to Joe for team managing. So we had a great, uh, they all had great competitions and they, many of them got PBs. And then we had a Bingham open for Newark AC runners to try and get PBs. Um, so we had Josh Clee who broke the Newark AC 400 meter record with 63.7 seconds. So an amazing achievement for him. We also had Ed Book run a PB in the 3000 meters. Oliver Crampton run a PB in the 3000 meters as well. And then Amber Owens and Lee Braithwaite had a good run in the 1500 metres. So well done to all of them. And then finally we had me and Tilly who competed in the East Anglian Combined Events in Chelmsford. And Amber who competed in Bedford in the under 20, under 23, 3000 metre steeplechase. So a well done to everybody who competed for Newark in the past week. And a massive Saturday coming up for Newark Athletic Club. Yeah, we've got yeah a big a big weekend coming up. The, the first ever New AC meet on your new facilities. And yeah, it's really exciting. Everybody's like getting ready and making sure everything's ready in time. It'll be good. Well, we hope um, we hope to get down there and see you. Are you two competing? Um, no, we're not competing this weekend because we. Um, I'm going. Oh, you're to going to Birmingham, aren't you? But, yes. Yeah, I'm going to the Uni Open Day, so. Yeah. Does this mean we're about to lose both of you, then? Uh, no, we've still got another year. Yeah. But you've got to apply for uni in, like, you've got to apply by, like, December, January time, so we need to, like, know where we're going, but... So. I'm sure, right. OK, girls, um, best of luck at the weekend, and... Um, we'll catch up with you on Tuesday. You can tell us all about New York AC and what Birmingham Uni's like. Yeah. See you later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. The wonderful Tilly and Lauren Owens, known to everybody as the twins. And another pair of twins here. Well, they may as well be twins, the way the hair's done. Um, we've got Alfie Briggs-Price and we've got Sam Hardy. Sam's been in this show two, three times before. Alfie's making his debut, which shocked me because I thought he'd been here before. But who am I to know? I only sort of talk on here. Um, so, Alfie, we'll start with you then because you are the new boy on the block. Um I can probably understand why you took up boxing. I can't understand why those two took up boxing. But what brought you to boxing? Um, I I used to do a bit of it at another gym, and I did a bit of football. But I start I felt and I quit boxing, but I didn't. But then I started again, and I started at this in Suggies, there's a new gym, and I preferred it a lot more. I just like going and everything. So then I quit football so I could train more to do more boxing and now i'm just like it like going a lot now without you know the name briggs price in newark means something it, it, it is one of the traditional newark names yeah. what i'm really 
alluding to is that I've seen the family there when you're boxing. Yeah. Do you feel any more pressure because your name is Briggs Price and you're famous in Newark before you've even started? Um, no, not really, because it's my family and like I know them already. It's just, um, <laughs> it's I get it's nervous for the crowd, but when you're in there, you just forget about it really. So then. Not really, no. So can you turn yourself off then from... The crowd, yeah. The, you know, the only voice you hear is, is Dean's. Yeah. That's the only voice we hear is Dean's, isn't it, as well? So, you know, it's... <laughs> um, and alongside Alfie is, um, is Sam, of course, who sort of now is 13 going on 21. Um, Sam, welcome, welcome back. Still the national champion. Yeah, still. <laughs> um... I think last time we talked to you, you'd won it for the first time. You've now retained it, or I suppose it's a year I, but whatever way you look at it, you are still the national champion. But we've asked the other three, and I know you've answered this one in the past, but let's just make it a foursome. Why and how? Um, basically, I did. I won it last year, and then this year uh, we said, why don't we enter me again? So we won it twice. Because going back to... Um, and, and I, I, I love that night at Farndon. To me, it's one of the highlights of, of, of the year, the, the home championship or whatever he calls it. Yeah. Because it's, it's you, it's new at kids. It's new at kids and that's really what it's all about. But whereas Tony would, would never shut up about Chloe's performance, the performance that made me sit up <laughs> was yours because I was telling him all about this this kid who's a national champion and you know you look at him tony because he is gonna be something and after about the first minute 90 seconds tony looked at me and says are you sure you got the right one and then this lad hit you yeah, hit and annoyed you yeah he did the ref, the ref gave me a can didn't he when yes. i got hit on the shoulder yeah. and yeah. it seemed to annoy you somewhat and then you went absolutely out there and battered him yeah had to be done is it you know, it's, it's like Anthony Joshua, if you like. Sometimes you don't perform, and <laughs> with the greatest of respect for that first part of that first round, you didn't perform. Yeah. Why? How? Is it something that is in the mind, or you was almost going through the, the you know, the motions until yeah, well, until he annoyed you? Yeah. Well, I already fought him before, so I can't. I thought I thought I knew what he's going to do, but it didn't turn out like that. So I had to adjust to his uh, style and. And battered him. And yeah. battered him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that right, Alfie? From from your point of view, do you go in there with a a plan? Does Dean say, you know, this is what he's going to do? Is there a plan, or is this the way that you box, and that's either going to be good enough or not good enough? Um. Well, when I have a fight, it depends on which coach I'm in the corner. But when I have Dean, like before the fight, when I'm warming up, he tells me what to like do, how to start, what like style to take and see if it works but then if it don't work he'll tell me a style and my last fight he told me a style to do it and it worked and I uh, stopped the lad so it's good when he tells me a style and just don't leave me I mean the girls basically said they hang on to every word that he says yeah, same. Um, you two pretty much this, I mean I wouldn't argue with Dean I mean I used to be with Dean on a football field and if you think it's tough now. You want to see him in the f on a football field, but whatever he says, even if you don't agree, you go with Dean's way, yeah? Because yeah? sometimes you 
you don't agree, but then you try and it actually works. So, <laughs> and you get the "I told you so." Yeah. Sam, you're off on your travels. Yeah. Now, is this all part of the being the national champion? Uh, basically, um, I won the nationals again this year. So you get in, so you get to go to different camps, and um, I went to a different camp, and then I got talked to a selection camp where you spar someone to uh, your weight to go into the um, Europeans. So you only pick like one person from each weight, and I got selected to it. So they said, so they sent me an email saying, uh, "We've invite, we've um, want you to come and fight fight for us in Georgia for the <laughs> European Championships." It's not bad going, is it? In, in, in Georgia. Now, I, I take it this is one where Dean doesn't go because you've got, you, you've got your GB coaches, then, is it? Yeah, it's the England squad, yeah. It's the it's England squad. Mum's, mum's going over. Yeah, when, yeah. And, Tony, you'll be pleased to know, even though Mum's got to find her own affair out there, for the first time ever, <laughs> we've got a youngster that's been paid to go somewhere. <laughs> How it should be. Yeah. So, well done, <laughs> boxing. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous when you sort of get invited to these things and you have to pay your own way. I mean, we've had countless people of all ages, uh, like Lynn Coombs going to, you know, the, the veterans' um, uh, hockey tournament in Australia. She, uh, she, 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 you know, you've been, you've been invited to represent your country, but by the way, you've got to find £3,000 from somewhere. You know, cheers, thank you very much. And that's why there's no Yorkshire lads there, you see, competing. But no, it's, it's just... Um, if, if you get invited to represent your country, then you shouldn't have to dip in your own pocket. You're representing yeah, you your shouldn't. country, you know. And it's it's just um, I, I, I think I think boxing is certainly leading the way and could teach an awful lot to a lot of sports in that regard. It most certainly could. Um, is that what you're looking at next, Alfie? Do you want to get onto this? Yeah. You want to follow it? You want to follow? Are you a year younger or? No, same age. Same age. So, I, I, but you're obviously at different weight levels. Yeah. So you're not gonna you're not gonna come up against each other. No. no. <laughs> right, girls, do you wanna just come around this this mic again then and then we we can all we, we and we can all get back together. Because the question I want to know all from all four of you really is um we'll let the boys go first because they're in front. I've always thought that Suggy's gym, not martial arts centre, what I call it, was sort of kickboxing but it's going more and more boxing so first question is alfie why why boxing and not and not kickbox i mean out of the two i'd rather watch kickboxing i've got to be honest tony would rather watch boxing fair enough um what why have you gone um, in in a to the boxing rather than the kickboxing um i don't i don't know really like I started off before at just a boxing gym, just like one in Lincoln. They just did straight boxing, and then, um, as well, and then I went to Suggies, and I didn't really think about the kickboxing. I just carried on with my boxing, and that was, I didn't really think about it. I just preferred. So you've been a boxer from yeah. from the start, then, really, haven't you? You haven't made that no. transition, Sam. Um, oh, I've been. I went to Suggies since I was four, and I'm 13 now. And uh, I did kickboxing from when I was four. Until I was about uh, eleven, so and I, asked, I did kickboxing when I was younger, and I thought boxing, try boxing out, and I really enjoyed it. Do you think you'd have made it as a kickboxer? I mean, obviously you're going to make it as a boxer, but do you think you would have made it as a kickboxer? Uh, no, I don't think I would have. No, no. Well, reasoning? Do you think you're not as fast on your feet? Or I mean, you've got to be fast on your feet as a boxer, I suppose. But 
Yeah, I think uh, boxing's got more to offer to you, I know, more than kickboxing, I think. Uh, that's what Tony tells me. Tony, you know, he tells me that boxing is the sport where you're going to get noticed, and kickboxing, without Dan crying it, not so much. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's difficult to <clears throat> compare the two, really, because um, although it's basically punishing someone else, in both disciplines, it's a completely different, t t two different sports. And I, I always think that uh, kickboxing is a sort of almost an exhibition sport, whereas boxing is, you know, basically as brutal as you can get. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's very interesting to hear Chloe there talking about. To, to, sorry, to, 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 to hear you talking there about the fact that you know you're getting bullied at school because Megan Williams, who you all know. Uh, you know, she first came in here with her dad and said, you know, I was getting bullied at school and so my dad says, right, I'm taking you down to Suggy's gym, so, so we're going to sort this out. And and she was really getting an awful lot of problems at school to the extent that she was sort of knocking off school and, 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 and sort of avoiding being there. And then me and Mick were ringside with an outside broadcaster when she fought for a European title. That's the sort of stuff that films are made out of, you know. I mean, she's just sort of getting bullied at school, but now she's fighting for European title. And I said to Mick, if she wins this, I'm going to cry on air. But definitely, because, you know, I mean, what a story. But uh, it's, it's just fantastic. And, and that is the reason that people who are in that situation go back to places like Suggy's gym, where they feel like they belong and they get looked after and they're sort of befriended by like-minded people. And it's just a natural attraction to, to, to go back there and think, you know, I don't want to spend people, you know, I don't want to spend time around people like this, as opposed to nutters who don't any better at school sort of thing. You know, it's just, I, I can totally see why people would do that. Chloe, um, have you ever tried kickboxing? Because, I mean, you, you, you're, you're, you're new to the game. I mean, these, these two have been in, in, in a gym all their young lives almost. You, you're almost brand new to it. You've sort of a year's flown by you've grown about four foot um but a, a year's sort of grown and, and gone by so do you ever fancy getting in the go and having a go at kickboxing um, with megan or bailey i used to kickbox you uh, used to kickbox when i was nine i used to kickbox right and then you let it you let it go or well i won't get that many fights and in mine and my dad's opinion i'd i was better with my hands stronger with my hands than what i was with my kicks so i switched on to boxing well, dads are always right. <laughs> yeah. and obviously, he's been proved right on this one, hasn't he? Yeah. And, and Lauren, if you can just get somewhere close to that, that, that mic. Um, that's it, that's it. You've, you've got it. Um, so we now know that Chloe's got a bit of a history because she, she was a kickboxer. So does that make you the totally new girl on the block? I was also a kickboxer. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, age... Um, ten. Ten. So you, you went there and tried it and no or not I wasn't getting keen? many fights, but I was like completely different to Chloe. I was stronger with my kicks than I was my hands. But then you decided that boxing was, yeah, boxing's was the way got forward. a lot more availability to fights and stuff and kickboxing didn't get many. What do you think, Chloe, about ladies boxing? Should ladies box? Yeah. I think anyone who wants to box can box. Why? Because ladies well, are gentle and feminine and... Because <laughs> <laughs> ladies and men are exactly the same. No one's, no one's really different just because they're different genders. Sam, should ladies box? 
Yeah, I think they should box too. Same as what Chloe said. You're all, all like, not the same. You but. see, and I, I, I think this is brilliant because it, it, it's a completely different age. Because Tony and I, it would have never, never ever happened in 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 our time. A lady would not get into a, a boxing ring, and it's still for somebody as old as us. Just it takes a lot of getting used to. There's something that's not quite right about it. But having said that, why not? Why not? Indeed. You know, I mean, the ladies' cricket, football and rugby teams are as good as the men's these days. Why not the boxers? I don't think they've had enough op- opportunities like men. They've had loads, haven't they? So, it, 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 are you both of you getting the fights? I mean, are, are, are the, I, I know Suggy's gym is, is strong, but out there in the great wide world are there lots of youngsters your age, girls, boxing? Yeah, a lot of them. Because, I mean, I, I was getting matches nearly all the time in my la- last season. Um, same with Lauren, I'd say. But mm. sometimes I didn't take them, sometimes I do. But what, what did, you know, when sort of auntie or uncle or granny or granddad or somebody like that says, what do you do? Do you play netball then, Lauren? He says, no, I'm a boxer. What, what's, what, what was the faces like? I'm intrigued to know what, when you tell somebody that I'm a boxer. What's the next reaction that you get back? It was fine with it because th- they knew that I liked doing it, so it wasn't bothered. They just supported me the whole way through it. <laughs> brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Where do you, where do you, do, where do you want to go? I'm all four of you now. Is this just a schoolboy, schoolgirl thing, or have you found a sport that you want to take to the best as far as you can go? So. Where's your sporting life going to pan out, Chloe? Where do you want it to? Um, well, I've always wanted to go into the Olympics to box, and then after that, turn professional and carry on with the journey that way. So that is your mapped out. Yeah. Mum, I hope you're not listening to this bit. <laughs> I really do hope you're not listening to this. You haven't replied to me message, by the way, Mum, either. Um, that's it. That's what you want to do. You have got that now in your mind. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Good girl. Alfie, is it a a boiled thing or, or where, what, you know, where's it going to take you, do you think? The same as Chloe, really, is one of the, at my age, keep going, win as many things as I can win, championships, and then when I get older, like, get to the England team, go to the Olympics, and then after that, turn professional. And as long as you all remember where the first radio station that you come to when you get to the Olympics. Yeah. Where does school come into it, Sam? Because you're already in GB, England, international. But, you know, it's amazing that you're only 13 because you look and act well above 13. So let me ask you this question then. Where does schoolwork come in to your plan for the future? I think school plays uh, a little bit of a part of it because... If you're not, if you boxing does a big uh, makes you have discipline, and I think it uh, works well in school or not. Because in any sport, you're only as good as the next injury lets you be. On, if, if you yeah. get what I'm saying, yeah. there's got to be Lauren. There's got to be a backup plan, hasn't there? Yes, that is my sport. That is what I want to do, but. 
with the best will in the world an injury tomorrow at the gym you need a backup plan and are you somebody that thinks to myself yes i'm enjoying doing what i'm doing and want to go as far as i can but i also need to make sure i get the school bit right because i don't know where my boxing is going to take me I don't know what I'd do if I didn't do boxing, so... I Boxing's pretty much your yeah. your life, isn't it, then? Yeah. I just really enjoy doing it. So, I just... Like, we've got to concentrate in school, like... If, like, it doesn't go right in gym, then you've got to have something after that to make sure that you can still live a sustainable life after. Exactly. This is... This is... You know, this, this is it, because... I mean, Megan, who was a great friend of this show... She's still injured, is she? Or she's been injured for a long time? Yeah, she, she seems to be injured, injured for a long time now, and that injury don't seem to want to go away, does it? No. She's still injured. So I think she's got a back injury. Yeah, so, you know, this, this is... This, and this is a worry. What I want to do is find out what your next fight, where your next fights are in a minute. Um, before that, we're going to go and talk to Newark Striders about uh, what turned out to be an absolutely massive weekend, and Graham's got just a fair bit to tell us about. So that's where we're going next Andy Bush and Team Rocker in the studio for uh, for 8 o'clock unless he's playing the blues of course he may he may he may well be playing the blues who knows with our Andy right um, a massive massive week for Newark Striders it um, really was so the man that can tell us all about it of course is Graham Welsh Graham you've got lots to talk about so I'm just going to shut up yeah I have indeed it's uh, yeah every week I seem to come on and say it's been an amazing week or a really busy week I think this week I've just about run out of uh, superlatives. It's been a phenomenal week, incredibly busy. And we start off by going all the way back to last Wednesday and the track at Bingham where it was the, uh, it was the evening of the Home Pier Pierpont Running Club Track Championships and we had a, uh, a number of New York striders there competing at distances between 200 metres and uh, 3,000 metres. So, for example, uh, Nicola Bradley is in 200 metres, 31.3 uh, Tom Jordan, 34.6, and Peter Davis, uh, 38.0. In the 200 metres, 400 metres, we had Nick Bradley, Tom Jordan, 800 metres. Uh, again, uh, Steve White, uh, three minutes and three seconds. Uh, three, uh, 1,500 metres, David Cross, five uh, minutes and 20. Jess Gordon, 6.08. And in the 3,000 metres, David Robinson, 10.32. And we also had uh, David Cross and Noel Henderson in that race. So... Uh, a very interesting evening. I mean, we've got Peter Davis and all the guys from Newark Striders running against uh, young, young youngsters from Newark AC, all in the same race. Uh, really interesting evening. Uh, shame that I missed it. I'd like to perhaps go along to that one next year. Moving on to Friday, and uh, we had uh, Peter Davis. He was taking part in the Knots 10-mile race uh, over at Hompier Pont. And that uh, also serves as the county championships for the 10-mile distance. And uh, Peter Davis was the 2018 uh, gold medalist in his uh, age group, uh, veteran 65-plus uh, men. And he retained his, uh, his title this year. He won the, his age group again in uh, 2019, so he's got the gold medal again. And he completed the 10 miles in uh, 1 hour, 16 minutes and 44 seconds. And then staying with uh, Friday evening and the probably the certainly the biggest event in the week uh, for the club, and that was uh, the summer solstice race. 
I said last week that we had 81 entrants. Well, I gave up trying to count the actual people who finished the race from the club. I counted it uh, about 10 times and and came up with a different number each time. Second on 79 in the end who finished the race for Newark Striders. So a pretty massive turnout there, an incredible evening. And the first of us to finish the uh, race was Lewis Hopkinson. He was uh, 15 out of, uh, I think, nearly 900 runners. 35 minutes and 39 seconds for, uh, for a PB for, for Lewis. Obviously, I can't go through and read everybody else out or would still be on the radio when uh, Matt and Vicky come in for the breakfast show tomorrow morning. But I'll go through a few people. David Cross mentioned him already. He'd been uh, running the couple of nights before at the, um, uh, at, at the track, and he did the 10K on Friday night, finishing in 40 minutes and four seconds for a new PB. I spoke to him just before the race and said, are you going to go under 40 minutes? And he said, no, 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 I'm too tired. I've been running at the track and everything. But he wasn't far off, so I think it'll not be long before David's under 40 minutes. Um, Mark Turner, 43 minutes and 40 seconds for a PB. David Fowler, 43 minutes and 33 seconds again for a PB. John Palmer had a great run, uh, 45 minutes and 38. Uh, Nikita Padgett was our first at lady finisher, 52 minutes and 42 seconds. And that was a... Uh, a big new personal best time for Nikki to knock a couple of minutes off her previous best time. So she had a fantastic race. Andy Sirs, 53 minutes and 17 seconds. And Phil Brown, one of our uh, graduates from our Couch to 5K uh, program, the Step into Strides early in the year, now racing at 10K. And uh, 53 minutes and 41 seconds. Well, by definition, it's a PB in his first 10K race. A fantastic time there for Phil. And then uh, not far behind Phil was Mary Swindles. She was first in her age group, age group the 65-plus uh, ladies, and she won, won the prize for that in 54 minutes and, and 9 seconds, just, just ahead of uh, the person who, who, who uh, came second in that event. So very competitive in that age group um, in, in the ladies. And then further down, we, we, we had um, Zara Chapman, 58-27 seconds, seconds, first 10K in PB. All the people I'm going to re- read out now, a debutant, uh, certainly for the club at 10K, Izzy Wielden, 58 uh, minutes and 31 seconds. Uh, Tom uh, Cragg has actually done 10K before, did it at the Blackpool last week. He got under an hour for the first time and was delighted with that, 58 minutes and 39 seconds for a PB. Nina Burton, an hour and seven seconds. Uh, Claire Staten, um, one hour and 31 seconds. Heidi Bobby, um, one hour and 50 seconds. Michelle Johnson, one hour and 58 seconds. Uh, it goes on. We had uh, Sarah Stewart, one hour, 18 and 23 seconds. We had Kim Larking, one hour, three minutes and 15 seconds. And Andrew Wilden, one hour, 18. And uh, our, the, 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 the final person to finish to cross the line for stride is Teresa Rollins. Um, got a great photograph up on the Radio New York website of Teresa crossing the line, accompanied by uh, friends from the, from the club, one hour, 27 minutes. So well done, Teresa. So it was a fantastic evening, and uh, yeah, we look forward to that event every year. And yeah, we always have a big turnout, but it was massive this year. We've had a, um, a time for 10K program in the club to bring people who've, um, who want to improve their 10K and who wanted to go from 5K to 10K uh, to encourage them and, and help them to get um, get running at that distance. So that was a really successful event in the club. On to uh, Saturday, and uh, we returned the. Newark Park Run Orange. It was uh, a Newark Striders takeover, which, as I said before, isn't some sort of a um, some sort of a um, an, an attack on the park run or anything. We just take over all the volunteer positions 
and uh, encourage people on the way around. So we had about 30 volunteers at the park run on uh, on Sunday at Newark. And we also, oh, sorry, Saturday at Newark, we also had people running at um, Gedding and Guernsey in, in Guernsey and other park runs. On to Sunday, I'm going to the uh, Grimsthorpe Gallop. That's a 10, well, there's all sorts of different distances at that event, but we only had one person there, and he was in the 10 mile event, Richard Scott came 10th overall, second in his age group, uh, one hour, 20 minutes and three seconds, and I know he's delighted with that uh, that performance on the day. We also had people running at Clumber Park in the Clumber Trust 10K, which uh, again, I've mentioned it before, it's a free event, it's uh, fantastic that the, the National Trust uh, put it on and uh, facilitated it all, uh, it's a lovely social run, Andy Scott was there at 36 minutes and 32 seconds, Tracy Partridge, Leslie Butlin, um, and uh, Cass Scott running there. So what's coming up? How can we top that? I don't know if we can top it, but we can certainly have a go. So coming up this week, we've got, um, tonight, we've got the Lincoln-Wellington 5K series. I don't doubt that Peter Davis will be racing again there uh, tonight in the sort of 5K events. Um, we've got the Home Pierpont uh, Running Club Grand Prix, two events this week and two next week, so I'll be telling you about them in the weeks coming up. Sunday, we've got the Chatsworth 10K, and somehow or other, I've managed to get myself talked into doing the Humber Pitch Half Marathon on Sunday, along with a couple of striders. So, uh, I won't have quite as much to tell you about next week, Mick, but um, certainly have plenty to. Uh to let everybody else know about. No, but think of the views you've got from the um, from the Umber Bridge. That'd be something to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's like three miles uphill and then three miles downhill and then do it all over again. But uh, yeah, really looking forward to that. It's, uh, it's uh, an enigmatic uh, uh, structure, even all these years after it's been built. Yeah, and no. yeah, I look forward to running over it. Never even been over it in a car, to be honest. That's the first. That's, that's going to be a first. Right then, you're, you're definitely going to have a story to tell us next week as well. Definitely. Graham, thank you so much. Absolutely wonderful as ever. Bye now. Thank you, bye. Graham Walsh there with the Striders Sport. And that, with five minutes to go, just leaves these four to tell us where they're boxing next. We'll start with Sam because we all know where Sam's boxing next. But just tell everybody again, Sam, because it is worth shouting from the rooftops. It really is. Uh, I'm boxing in Georgia next for the European Championships. With a what shirt on? England. England shirt on. It doesn't get any better than that. Does it, Chloe? <laughs> no. You're, you're, no. Because you're used to wearing the England shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you can borrow one of yours. <laughs> um, yeah. When are you boxing next? Uh, I think it's just a home show uh, in September, and then in July I got my GB training. So I'm looking forward to that. Did you think, and I know I've been through this before, but I, I, I just, you know, as I say, I've known you for an awful long time. In July, I've got my GB training. You know, come on. That is fantastic. Where, where are you off to for that? Uh, I can't remember. I think it's Barnsley or something. That, 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 yeah, down there. Yeah, that's Dad's job. <laughs> Alfie, are you having summer off and then uh, is it the home show for you? Yeah, September. Just come a bit close to it, mate. Yeah, in September the 5th. September the 5th. And this is again at Farndon. And yeah. it's a fantastic night. For anybody that's not been, what tends to happen is, is that 10 or a dozen Newark youngsters are boxing aren't they and yeah. you know you won't think Farndon Village Hall is sets itself <laughs> but the noise and the atmosphere is fantastic it's just a great experience and it's a good place to start for a first fight as well so I had my first fight and everything it's just Place. And Lauren, you are at the home show as well, are you? I don't know. You don't know? 
Oh, come on, Mr. Sugden. We need all four of them boxing. You don't know when you're fighting again, then, because you don't know if you do no. it at the home show, but... I don't know when I'm fighting again, because my, I've got an ear infection. Oh, you're not, uh, you're not, um, you're not well. Yes, I can't do anything. No, not at the moment. Yeah. Is this mother's orders, doctor's orders, dean's orders? Doctor and dean. Doctor and dean, you don't want to argue in either of them two, really, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope you get fit and well soon, and, um, in time for the home show because it'd be nice if all four of you was uh, was on there. Tony, you've been watching boxing for <laughs> number of years. Um, you've seen world championship fights. Um, what do you think of these four, the next generation? I think the future's great, isn't it? <clears throat> I mean, if you, um, if you go all the way, <clears throat> if, if, you, if you get to the Olympics in boxing, it's going to be a great experience. But then if you go all the way in the sport, I mean, that's when you get mega books as well. So, I mean, uh, <clears throat> Mick was talking about, um, you know, the importance of, uh, of school. And I didn't really bother with school, and I ended up here. So, you know, it's because really concentrate school, it's, 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 it's got to be a good thing. But, I mean, not that the boxing opens the world to you. So, if you, if you stick at it, then, you know, I mean, who, who knows? I think Joshua gets about 80 million a fight, doesn't he? You know what yeah, I mean? Like that. That's worth getting out of bed for. Yeah. <laughs> At least you turn up for your boxing fights. Um, <laughs> okay, um, one last thing to say, and I want this to be a plug for for Suggy's gym. Sam, I'm going to let you do this one. Um, we've heard that Chloe, and we've heard in the past that Megan was both bullied at school, and they didn't know where to turn, and they turned to Suggy's gym. Would you recommend that, Sam? It was the right move for them too, but if you've got problems that door in Castlegate is always open I think it's the best place to go if you're getting bullied uh, it also teaches discipline so you know if anybody's uh, misbehaving Dean's person sort them out and I can't I can't really say any more than that because he is the man get yourself down and you'll be made welcome won't you you yeah. will be made very welcome tomorrow night um, special night for me i suppose really because it's our first ever junior guest coming back to see us as i've said before four and a half years ago she started helped start a rugby team in newark six weeks ago she was the england under 18 captain when they played wales in the principality stadium how good is that the one and only jess weaver is in the studio tomorrow night the gang of four brilliant We'll keep tracks on you and you'll come back and see us. Good night.